Good morning. Everybody full of them, vigor and vitality this morning? We praise God that you're here today. Pray that you've had a good time in Sunday school. If you didn't get to make it, I'd encourage you to do so. But remind you tonight that uh, Ronnie and Mary Warren will be here. They'll uh, bring us a good testimony and music at our regular worship time. So please, uh, please make plans being here. We will take a love offering for them. So you just seek God's face as to what God would have you do concerning that. You can read all the announcements in the bulletin. There's a, a great long list of them there, but you can read those and know exactly what's happening within the next coming days. I would remind you that on Wednesday at uh, 10 o'clock, there will be visitation for Jerry Self's funeral, and also then the service will follow at 11 here at the church. So uh, you can make plans accordingly for that. And we praise God. We just say thank you to our guests that are here today and to our members. I pray that you have had a good week and God will bless you today. I, uh, if you see a few men nodding off, don't worry about it. They had a a long weekend down at the lake and a good retreat. And I, I'm not sure when some of them went to bed or if they did go to bed on Friday night, but uh, they had a good time and a whole lot of good food to eat. And we praise God for each one that went. I think we had a total uh, uh, participants of uh, 21 at the men's retreat. And we praise God for that. If you didn't get to make it, We'd encourage you to make it uh, when you can. Yeah, Brother Steve. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They had uh, had steak on Friday night and fresh cooked crappie on Saturday at noon, and it was good. Very, very good. So we, uh, we encourage you, if you didn't make it this year, try to make it next year for sure as we do that. This morning, Lord willing, we're going to share with you our calling as witnesses for the Lord God. And sometimes we, I hear people say, well, you know, I... I can't talk, I can't share, I can't preach, I can't teach, and on and on and on. But God's Word specifically tells us that our responsibility, our calling of God is to be a witness for Jesus Christ and what He's done in our life and what He desires to do in all people's lives. So we're going to look at that this morning a little bit and as we go forward preparing for our spiritual renewal weekend, that God will just bless and prepare us before it gets here, so that when it gets here, we can receive what God has for us. So I pray God for each one of you being here, our members as well as our guests. I would ask you to pray for us as God leads us through the Word, and as we praise and worship Him in song, in uh, just a minute. But I ask you to stand with me as we pray. Lord God, we do praise you. We love you. We thank you, Father, that you give us the opportunity to serve you. Lord God, you've called us. You specifically said it is our calling to be a witness for you. So, Father, I would pray that you would prepare our hearts so that we would be a very strong, bold, truthful witness for you. Now receive unto yourself our praise and worship this morning.
we thank you for the opportunity just to worship you. Speak to our hearts, Lord God, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Minister unto every need within every life. Lord God, you know what they are. And we thank you that you'll touch those lives. And we'll give you the praise and the glory and the honor for it all, Father. And it's in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Let's remain standing. Hope you have a melody in your heart this morning about this song. Um, I know this is just, really, in this building, just a small group here. But uh, we're singing, praising uh, God this morning. And it pleases, it pleases him. And uh, he is uh, joyful to hear us this morning as we sing to him. He keeps me singing. There's within my heart a Crazy. 
Hope part of that story is that the longer we serve him, the sweeter he grows.
invite you to join with us as we give unto the Lord God his tithes and our love offerings. Let us pray. Lord God, I praise you now for the opportunity of worshiping you through tithes and offerings. And we give you praise for it, Father, how you bless us so abundantly. And we just thank you, Father. And it's in Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. As we lay our tithes and offerings on the altar before God, let us ask God to receive them as a sweet savor unto his, as a sacrificial offering. Lord God, we do praise you now as we lay our tithes and our offerings before you. Lord God, you bless them. You bless the givers. Bless those tithes and offerings to further your kingdom. Give us wisdom and strength, Father, as we serve you. Show us, Lord God, how we can further your kingdom as we serve you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I want to sing because I want the song to touch somebody, at least one. So I was dealing about two weeks ago what to sing, and my boss at work, son has been on a mission trip for two years in, in Zimbabwe, and he posted a, a note because he was coming, he actually came home Tuesday or Wednesday. He posted a note of his experience when he first got there how he was so overwhelmed and he was sitting there and apparently looked frightened and his director came out and put his arm around him and said you're not going to make it two years are you <clears throat> And he shook his head. <laughs> he didn't know. And she said, let's make it today.
Thank you so much. I think there's some folks gathering back there for Children's Church. Do not fear, nor be afraid. Have I not told you from that time and declare it? You are my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Indeed, there is no other rock. I know not one. Isaiah chapter 44. We're going to Isaiah chapter 43 though. Isaiah 43 verses 10 and following. But in 44 he says, Do not fear, do not be afraid. I have called you for a specific calling. And that specific calling is to be my witnesses. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your station in life is. 
how young or how old you might be. If you're a born-again believer, God says, I have called you. I have set you aside. I have given you an assignment. You know, I can, I can literally remember uh, back when, it, it was a long time ago, but back when I was in school, and the professors or the teachers would say, your assignment for next class is, and sometimes it was small and sometimes it was large. Sometimes you knew exactly how to do it and other times you said, oh my goodness, where do I go to figure out how to do this? Our assignment is to be a witness for Jesus and where do we find out how to do that? In the Word of God. In the Word of God, chapter 43, Isaiah, verse 10 and following, You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, and understand that I am He before me. There was no God before me nor shall there be any after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign gods amongst you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God, Indeed, before the day was I, am he. And there is no one who can deliver out of my hands. I work, and who will reverse it? Lord God, I thank you and I praise your name, that you're God. There has never been one before, there will never be one after. You are the God of our lives. You're the creator of the universe. You are the director that gets us through every day through the power of your Holy Spirit. Now this morning, Lord God, as we look for just a moment at this calling, this assignment that you have placed upon every believer, let us be aware, let us be ready, prepared, to share a testimony of what you have done in our lives. Now, Father, we'll give you praise for it this morning. Speak into our hearts. You know where each and every one is today. So you bless them, Father. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Just as simple and plain as it could possibly be, it doesn't take a scholar to understand the first verse that we read there in verse 10. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord. That's simple, that's point blank, and that's a fact. Now folks, if you don't, if you don't understand anything else this morning, if you just turn me off, that's okay. But you hear that first verse. God says, it's not your choice. It's not your desire. It's not anything that you have to want to do. It is your assignment. It is your calling. God says, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord. I don't care how you feel. You know, I've, heard, I've had people say, well, I just don't feel like in my life that I, I'm a good witness. I don't feel like I can be a witness from where... Folks, it doesn't depend on how you feel. It doesn't depend on whether you're happy or you're sad. It doesn't depend on whether you have a pocket full of money or you don't have two pennies to rub together. It all depends upon our obedience unto God. And the Lord God says, you. Now you can put your name in there. You can say, Mac, you are. Ginger, you are. 
Steve, you are what? My witnesses. But God, I don't feel like it today. I don't see anywhere here in the Word of God that how we feel, what our emotions are, or what's happening in our lives changes our calling. Our calling is to be a witness unto the Lord Jesus. Now there's, there is a, a, a fact that has to take place. There's something got to take place before you can witness. You have, to, you have to have something happen in your life. And that happening in your life is when God the Holy Spirit pricks your heart, you realize that you're lost, you know that you need to be saved, and you come to that point in your life and you say, Lord God, I realize I'm a sinner and I ask you to save me. I know you died on the cross for me. I know you were buried for me. I know that you rose from the dead. And I know that you sit at the right hand of the Father right now on my behalf. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am saved. Consequently, when you make that statement, you are assigned that assignment. You are my witness. Now, what am, what am I going to witness to? Has any of you ever seen Jesus? I haven't. I've seen his effects. I've seen what's happened. But I've never laid eyes on Jesus. So how can I be a witness? That witness takes place through what God does in our heart. Because through the power of God, the Holy Spirit, it becomes more real. Now listen to me. It becomes more real what God the Holy Spirit does in our heart than anything you can witness with your eyes. Your eyes can deceive you. You know, as I've, uh, I've gotten just a little older, I realize when I drive at night, I don't see as well as I used to. I used to have real good night vision. It's not as good as it used to be because of my deteriorating eyes. But I've also noticed in my maturing, I pray, that my experience and my testimony of what God is doing in my heart spiritually is better than it ever was before. And he says, listen, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have, what? Chosen. You didn't do it. You didn't decide one day, well, I'm going to be a witness for God. You didn't decide one day I'm going to get saved. You didn't decide one day I'm going to serve the Lord. God chose you. Now, I... Uh, I look at my life in the past and I wonder why in the world would God choose me? Why would He choose me in any way, any form to serve Him? But God says, I have chosen you. You are a chosen one for me. And He goes on and He says that you may know and believe in me. He didn't choose me just because I was a good guy. He didn't choose me because I was bad and awful and terrible. He chose me so that I could believe in Him. And through believing in Jesus. Now listen folks, if you don't believe in something, you can't be a good witness for it. I know I, I have heard I've never been involved in a, in a court case as such, but I have, I have been told that when lawyers are looking for someone to, to give a witness or be a, they look for someone that totally, completely believes in what they're going to say. There's not an if, and, was, maybe. This is what I saw. This is what I know beyond a shadow. Folks, this is the testimony that God is saying that we need to be giving a witness of. This is what I know. God's called me. God called me so that I knew that Jesus Christ died for me. 
God called me so that I would be eternally saved. God called me so I could be a testimony and a witness for Him to all people around. And I know that I know, the Word says, I know that I know that I know that. It doesn't have to worry about it. I don't have to wonder. I know this is what God wants. When you give a testimony, you need to be able to look people right in the face and say, this I know. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know what God's called me to do. Now then, God doesn't just hang us out out there. You know, every once in a while, we kind of feel like we've been hung out to dry. Someone's got us out in the middle of, out in the middle of something we can't handle, and we, we don't know for sure what to do. God doesn't do that. Listen to what He says. That you may know and believe in me and what? Understand. And understand that I am He before and there was no God born. Listen, God is God. God's always been God and God will always be God. He's not, it's not going to change. <laughs> you know, we, in our lives, we... Uh, we have a, an office that we're in charge of sometimes or a job. And then we, we move from that job to another one and someone else comes in and fills that job behind us. Or as a pastor, we move on or God removes us and someone comes in and fills that space behind us as a pastor. But God says simply, listen, listen, there was none before. There's not going to be one after. God says, I'm God. Always have been and always will be. I can't think of anything that would be greater to share with a dying world than the fact that God is God from the beginning. God is God right now. And God will be God throughout all eternity. It's not going to change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not going to change. And understand that I am He before me there was no God before born, nor shall there be any after me. <laughs> it's a done deal, folks. Now, I don't know about you, but there's not a lot of things in this world that we can say that we know that we know is going to happen from now on every day. You can say to someone, you can give a testimony to someone that God was before, God is now, and God's from now on, and it's not going to change. Not ever. Let me tell you, let me tell you what God has done for me. Let me, let me share with you how God loved me when I was unlovable. Let me share with you how God loved me when I was a sinner. When I was lost and bound for a devil's hell. Let me tell you what God changed about me. There's only one way that God can do that. And that's through God being the creator of all things. He created this body. He created this heart. And when He created man, He put in this heart that desire to be like God. And He says, your testimony is what I've done for you. Your witness is what I've done for you. Your witness is what I did from the beginning, what I'm doing right now, and what I always will. I, even I, am the Lord and besides me, there is no Savior. <laughs> You've heard as well as I many say today, well, if you join this church, you can be saved. If you join this organization, you can be saved. If you worship this, or if you read this, or if you believe this, you can be saved. God simply says, hogwash. Hogwash. There's not but one way. And that's through Jesus Christ, he says, simply 
We cannot be saved apart from God. I have declared and saved. I have proclaimed. And there is no foreign gods among you. Listen, folks. It's time for us as Christians. It's time for us as born-again believers. It's time for us that believe in Jesus Christ to stand up and say, God is the only way. There is no other way. We need to stand up and say, let's put prayer back in school. Let's put prayer back in our homes. Let's, <laughs> let's put prayer back in our churches. Let's put Bible study back to where it's all about God, not about a speech or a, an entertainment. It's time for us to be a witness. And that witness needs to start right here. Right here. You know, I, I love good music. I love to hear Miss Ginger and Miss Georgie play the instruments and the, and the violin and the flute and the guitar. I love all that. That's great worship. But you know what makes a difference in our lives? It's the truth of the Word of God. That's what makes a difference. That prepares us to hear and receive that truth. And God says, listen, and understand that I am He before, and there is no God for me, nor shall there be any after. I, I even I am the Lord. Besides me, there is no, no Savior. I have declared and saved and I have proclaimed. God says, I've made a statement and I've sealed it with my blood. I have made a statement and I have sealed it with my son's blood on Calvary's cross. I am the Lord. And besides me, there's no Savior. I have sealed it. Folks, God simply says to us, we need to be a testimony. We need to be telling everybody around what God has done for us. I have declared and saved and I have proclaimed. And there is no foreign gods amongst you. Now listen to what the latter part of verse 12 says. Therefore you are my witnesses. Doesn't say if you want to be. You know, we have this idea that we can do what we want to do, when we want to do, how we want to do it, and that's okay. God doesn't say that. God says, you are my witness. You don't have a choice. You really don't have a choice. And be obedient to God. Now, you have a choice not to be obedient. But if you're going to be obedient to God, you're going to be a witness unto God. Therefore, you are my witnesses. Whether you like it or not, you are my witness. And, and all the excuses that you can come up with. You know, I, uh, I heard a gentleman by the name of Mel Tullis. You all know him. He's a singer. Gone to be with the Lord now. But in his, and he was a Christian. He was a born-again believer. And in his testimony... When he would give his testimony, he would stutter tremendously. I mean, they couldn't hardly talk. And one day, he sat down and he wrote his testimony out in the form of a song. And from that point on, and I had the privilege of hearing this, heard him sing it. From that day on, he gave his testimony in song. And there was not one word of stutter in it. And he said, Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is the one that allows me to give my testimony. Where you can understand it. Folks, God says, you 
are to give your testimony. A witness for God. And if you've acknowledged Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the simplest, simplest testimony, yet one of the greatest testimonies that could ever be given, is Jesus is what made the difference in my life. And He's my God. And I'm saved through Him. I am saved through Him. Therefore you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. What am I going to give a testimony about? What am I going to witness about? That God's God. God's God. That's pretty simple. God's God. Now we have a spiritual renewal weekend coming up here in the, just a few weeks. Now we need to be telling people, we need to be a witness to everyone around. We need to be sharing with others not only to come and be not to come and not only to be coming coming and get saved but they need to come and have their spirit renewed with God our testimony should be come and let God do a work in your life our testimony should be let me tell you what God's doing for me let me tell you what God's doing for me he's preparing me he's getting me ready for what he's going to do. Therefore you are my witness. Saith the Lord. I am your God indeed. Before the day was I. Am I he. There is no one. Who can deliver. Out of my hands. I work. And who will reverse it. Nobody can change what God. Has done. I have people say to me, "Well, I got saved a long time ago, but but I got lost." Folks, our testimony should be what God does. Nothing or no one can change what God has done in your life. If it's true, if you honestly acknowledge the fact. That you were lost and you asked Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior. What God has done, no one can reverse it. No one can change it. Not even you. You can't change it. Our testimony, our witness should be. Let me tell you about my God. Let me tell you about the one that loved me so much. Even when I was still a sinner and in the world. Let me tell you about the one that loved me so much that he put his own son on Calvary's cross so that I might be saved. Let me tell you about the one that loves me unconditionally. Let me tell you about the one that's made a promise to me that he's going to come one day and I'm going to be his, go with him for all eternity. Let me tell you about God that was God from the beginning that's God right now and will always be God. And he says, do not fear do not be afraid. Have I not told you from the time and declared it? You are my witnesses. God says, I've prepared you for it. There is no God beside me. Indeed, there is no rock. I know not one. This morning, this morning as we look to the future, as we look and say, okay God, what do you want us to do? God said it pretty simple this morning. Be a witness for me. 
Be a witness for me because that's what I've given you an assignment to do. You know, Brother Thomas, he was telling me today, he says, boy, I spent the weekend with the students and, and I got behind with my assignments. And I've got to work real hard to get caught up. Are you behind on your assignment as far as being a witness for God? Have you fallen behind? Do you need to get caught up? Do you need to step up and say, Lord God, use me to be a witness? Give me that opportunity. You know, Brother Thomas, bless his heart, he'll go home and he'll spend all afternoon pouring over the books and doing that to get caught up. And I praise God for his desire to do that. But do you have that same desire to be a witness for God and to share what God's put in your heart and to fulfill the assignment that God's given you? It's time for us to step up. It's time for us to be accountable. It's time for us as God's people to say, Okay, God, I'm ready to toe the line. I don't care what comes against me. I don't care what people say. I'm ready to be on the front line and say, God, I'm going to be a witness for you. It may not be what I say. It may be how I act. It may not be what I teach. It may be my attitude. It may not be how I go about all of my life, but it may be how I treat that person right there. Do I put them first? Or am I self-centered and selfish and want to be number one? Or am I willing to put God number one and let Him minister to them? What's your witness today? Are you given a testimony of Jesus? Or are you given a testimony of the world? It's your choice. And God says, I have called you. I have assigned. To be a witness. Father, I thank you and I praise your name. That you bless in such a mighty way. Lord God, I thank you that you've called us. To serve you. Regardless of who we are. It doesn't matter whether we're preachers or teachers or, or, or what. It doesn't matter. You have called us as believers in you. To be a witness for you. So this morning, Father, as we look forward to the coming weeks and, and our coming services and all, Father, I would pray that we would truly be a witness for you. We'd be a witness in our own families, in our community, on our streets, next door. And, and Father, wherever we would be a witness for you. And we would always, we would always put you first in our lives and desire desire more than anything else to be a true believing testimony of Christ Jesus now father if there's anyone here that needs to be saved I would pray through the power of the Holy Spirit they would acknowledge Jesus as Lord and Savior if there are those that need to join the church, be baptized, whatever it is. Oh God, if there are those that just need to come to the prayer altar. Let them do that, Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And be a testimony for you. And we just give you praise and glory for it all. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Would you stand with us? Brother Harold, you come on right now. If God, whatever God's laid on your heart, you come on. Don't wait. Don't tarry. Just come on. Come to Jesus. Marvelous grace of our loving
that should be our testimony. God's grace is greater than all of our sin. Brother Bill Tyson, I think you have a word right quick, brother. Amen. Thank you. Any other announcements anywhere need to be made this morning? Brother Chase, dismiss us in prayer, brother.